Welcome to the Choose Optimism podcast brought to you by Optimist International, a podcast to let you know of all the good things that might be happening right in your own backyard. This is a podcast to highlight the positive influences of Optimist Clubs right in your own community. As always, we're going to start off with a quote today to get us started. And today we'll be talking about writing and how that can form different things. And I picked the quote too with this, start writing. No matter what, the water does not flow until the faucet is turned on. At this time, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest, Sherry Reggiani, with the essay contest in the Michigan District. Nice to be here, Shane. Thank you. So one of the things we always talk about on these podcasts is an optimist story. And, you know, we always get started somewhere. But Sherry, tell us a little bit about your optimist story. How did you get started within being an optimist? Well, you know how we say just ask? Somebody asked me more than 25 years ago, hey, so what are you doing on a Wednesday morning? Why don't you come to one of our meetings? I think you'll like this. Long story short, yes, I am an optimist. And I guess I've been doing this for over 25 years. Uh, I have been active at district level for over 20 years. I have done, back in the day, we had an essay at large. I was the Michigan chair for that. And then for eight years, I was the junior golf chair. And proof positive, one does not need to be a golfer to be a junior golf chair. So that was fun. And then now for the last eight years, I have done essay. I am not only the district chair, but for three years, I have been the liaison to Optimist International Scholarships in the essay department. And we have revised the application. And I'm happy to talk about it. When you say you're li- liaison for the you know, Optimist International Essay Contest, tell us a little bit about the essay contest. So essay is my favorite thing. It starts right out of the box on October 1st. It is open to any student under the age of 19. So uh, under the age of 19 as of October 1st of any given school year. And they write on the topic of the year. Uh, as liaison to Optimist International, I've had the opportunity to work on the application itself. There were some problems. There were some inconsistencies. You know, over time, a few things changed back and forth. And either the application was updated one year or the directions that the club would receive were updated, but it wasn't consistent. We now have it totally consistent. And we have a two-paged application, which makes it so easy then for anyone to watch this and be a part of it. When a club goes to start an essay contest, they obviously have to have an application process for the people that are participating. Tell us a little bit about how a club would start an essay contest. Well, the easiest thing to do is to contact your district chairperson. In Michigan, that means you contact me. And my email is on everything, so anybody can find me. But when an, someone decides that they're going to run essay, the first thing that they will get is a club packet. The packet is very concise. It tells them a timeline. It has an application that is fillable online for any student. It walks a chairperson through what they need to do at what phase how they contact school districts, how they can put posters up, how they can contact parent groups online to advertise this. The best part about this, Shane, is it costs a club absolutely nothing. Back in the day, we had to mail everything. We had to make copies. Now, because it's all online, it's really simple to do. 
And we make it even easier by giving them the timeline every single step of the way. Yeah. Who's eligible for these contests, like within the clubs? So any student within your area is eligible. I'm from Clarkston. I'm a member of the Clarkston Area Optimist Club. But we have neighboring communities that don't have an Optimist Club. For example, just north of me is a community of Ortonville. North of that is Goodrich. They don't have Optimist Clubs. But those kids can contact either Optimist International or they'll just Google, say they're looking for scholarship opportunities. And we are a part of something called FastWeb, which is the major clearinghouse for students to find any scholarship opportunity. When they go there, they'll have they'll see a contact, they'll click that link, they'll find out what is available. So anyone under the age of 18 Boys or girls, doesn't matter. They all compete on an even basis. And in doing so, they write an essay 600 to 700 words long. This year's topic, topic changes every year. This year is optimism, how it connects us. Now, they interpret that any which way they like. If they use a source, they have to quote who that source is. They have to follow certain criteria. In other words, they have to double space. It has, it cannot be handwritten. Younger students sometimes would handwrite. No, it's got to be typewritten. Uh, They have to have their parents' permission. A parent or a guardian must say it's okay for them to participate and it's okay for us to use their photo and their essay in future promotional information. They get penalized for things that they don't do they get points added for the things that they do properly. And in the end, so first let me back this up. It's two phases. They enter a local competition, which starts October 1st, runs through the end of January. In February, the clubs gather all these applications and essays. From there, the clubs will each judge and find the best one that meets all the criteria. Each club chooses three judges. The judges read anonymized essays. So when it goes to a judge, there's no student name. There's no community that they're in. There is no relationship. They can't say as the child of the mayor of the city of Clarkston. No, that's identifying information. So we make sure it's all anonymized. The judges read each one on an even ground. So they don't know who these kids are, where they came from. They don't know if it's a fifth grader, a seventh grader, or a high school senior. They're judged just on specific criteria, and the judges have all the same information. At the end of February, each club submits their winner's essay to the district. Now, in Michigan, we are the Michigan Mitten. So they all come to me. There's a deadline for the clubs to get them to us, no matter where you are. There are 29 districts that do essay throughout the U.S., Canada, and the Caribbean. Each club submits to their own district. And of those winners, there is an additional contest, which is a scholarship round. When the students enter the scholarship round, again, it's only the winner. Uh, They may have 40 uh, contestants from 40 different clubs. They may have seven, they may have a hundred. We really don't know until they come in. And then those are judged again. But at that level, it's generally English professors, newspaper editors, uh, people who work in broadcast. So again, they are judged, but at the scholarship round, a student can win a $2,500 scholarship. Many of the districts have a second place at 1,500. 
and some have a third place at $1,000. So this is real money that goes towards a student's higher education. It's pretty neat. And it, again, this costs the clubs nothing. It's one person who puts it out on social media, emails it, collects them, collates them, anonymizes them, and sends it to three judges. It's a great program. Well, tell us a little bit about who like would fund the scholarships at that level, at the district's level? So great question. At the district level, the scholarships are funded, the first place scholarships are funded by Optimus International. Some of them have sponsors. Some of them are just uh, donations through clubs to Optimus International. Some are specifically earmarked towards a certain district scholarship. But the first place winner is through Optimus International. Those that do second and or third place winners uh, scholarships will either fund them independently, maybe a business is covering it, maybe it's a group of people, or in some cases, in fact, more and more so now, uh, individual districts are asking their clubs that when you submit your winner, uh, there's a $25 entry fee. Michigan, for the first time, will be going that route. We have not done that in the past but we feel the value is there for second and third place scholarships. So that's that's the only cost. Oh, the other thing Optimus International does for us, they also provide beautiful plaques. Uh, these kids get a, an award that looks terrific as well as is terrific. So a, a district can is as far as high as a, an essay contest will go. It doesn't go to like an international level, like or oratorical or anything like that. That's correct. There was a period in time where it went from a local club to a district to at some points they had regional, at some points they had international, but all that changed well over 10, 12 years ago. So it's just two levels. It's just the preliminary club round, club contest. And oftentimes clubs also give awards. Clubs can grant up to $500 per winner uh, per year as long as the clubs have checked with their individual school district or their individual state that they're in. So we don't jeopardize a student's ability to earn scholarship money elsewhere. Some states have rules. Michigan does not. Michigan allows this. Uh, some did not because a student could only win a scholarship of, of a certain value before they had to claim it. it. It basically comes down to a lot of high school athletics and your own school district, as well as your own state that the district is in. So, but it's, it's a, in many cases, it's $500. Uh, and again, that's real money. These, by the way, these are not awards where the student receives a check. This is an award that goes to the Institute of Higher Learning. So they can go to a community college, they can go to a trade school, they can go to a university that is paid directly to that entity which also means a student or the parent doesn't have to claim it on taxes. We've had that question come up before, but it, it is a nice advantage for these kids. Well, but depending on how involved a district or club wants to be, there is a lot of scholarship money out there that people are probably not aware of. That is true. That's why I use FastWeb. We put it up on FastWeb. In fact, it'll be going up today or tomorrow because the contest does not begin until October 1st. We start a new optimist year, obviously October 1st. Then we submit it to FastWeb and we tell them how to enter, how to contact us. Some kids find us through FastWeb. Some kids find us because they're on Facebook and a parent group has posted it. 
some find it through a school district, some English teachers in some communities are very proactive and say, hey, these are the scholarship opportunities that you have every year, and it costs the kids nothing. Uh, so it's, uh, it's easier to get the word out now than it was before. You know, with social media, one parent finds out and tells another and they tell 200 and they tell 200. So it's not insurmountable. There are various scholarship competitions out there when my kids were in high school that were much more detailed, many more steps to go through. This is a pretty broad subject. It always deals with something optimistic or something in the world of optimism, and it's always open to their own interpretation. So we get essays that are so varied, and it just gives you so much hope for humanity because you read a child's interpretation, you go, I never thought of that. Like, this is amazing. Can I tell you about last year's winner, by the way? Well, I do have one question before we talk about that. Sure. Can a student participate more than once in an essay contest? In any one year, they can only participate once. But so they can participate every year, correct? Every year, unless they are the district winner. If they've won the district scholarship, then they cannot uh, because they've already won $2,500. A student can participate in any one essay contest, in any one oratorical. But say a student lived in a community, Byron County, I'll use for example, they can't say, well, I'll submit one to Lansing and I'll submit one to Grand Rapids and I'll submit one to Kalamazoo. Because in the end, as district chair, I get that information and they have certified here that they have only entered one contest. So if they enter more, sadly, they're automatically disqualified even if it's amazing. So, so if they try to participate in more than one club, they're automatically disqualified. Am I understanding that correctly? That is absolutely correct. So tell us about uh, last year's district winner that you wanted to tell us about that did such a great job because I can see by the, your voice that you're very excited about what this student had wrote. So again, each year they write on something different. Last year's scholarship winner wrote about a teacher who made such, it's, they were writing about who is a hero to them, uh, made their optimism come true. The young lady who won this, and again, we don't know if it's a boy or girl till we get to the end. And she wrote about a teacher who made such a difference in her life. The student had a medical issue that made it hard for her in school, made it hard for her to learn. She was very frustrated until one particular teacher said, I know what you're going through. I have been here. This is what I had to do. And it won't be easy, but you can do this because I'm a grown up now and look where I am. So the teacher would have lunch with the student. She would seek her out. They would watch what they're eating together so that she wasn't eating things that she was reactive to. She would push her in physical fitness. She said, you, you can do this. You can overcome this, but you're the only one that can. And Within two years, this kid turned her life around for the rest of her life because of the, the care and dedication from one teacher. So in Michigan, as in most districts, we have the winners present their essays. Now, this is tough because an essay winner is not an oratorical presenter. An oratorical presenter presents their speech. Essays have already won. When they get to the district, they're just reading it so everyone can see it. In this case, we asked her if her teacher would stand up. She brought her teacher with her. And it was 
a tear-jerking moment. It shows you the impact that one person can have on another person's life. And believe me, everyone in that room was so touched by not just a teacher believing in a student, but a teacher making the time, spending the time to make sure this kid understood she could do anything in life. And now she can't. So that's that's my favorite story of the year. And I'm sure you have a lot of them that uh, over the years, if you've been doing this as long as you have, as you said. Yep. Yep. Uh, some years we have had winners who are in middle school. So when kids look at this and go, well, the high school senior always wins. No, the judges have no idea the age or the gender or if they're homeschooled or if they're in uh, a school for gifted and talented or if they're in the heart of Detroit because again, it's all anonymized. This year we've added a new component though. This year, the students will know it's on their application that their entries will be run through plagiarism and AI detection software. We've used anti-plagiarism since I've been doing, well, let's just say for maybe four or five years, I've used anti-plagiarism software. But now we're also using AI detection software. So no one gets an unfair advantage. No one can go to ChatGPT and say, write an essay for me on this subject because we'll find out. Uh, it's their own interpretation. It's their own ability to follow the rules. And it's their it's their own win to get it done and submit it. You can actually tell by submitting an essay if somebody's plagiarized or had AI write it. Yes. Uh, Anti-plagiarism is fun. Uh, personally, a lot of us use Grammarly. There are other programs out there. But when we run it through, it will pick up running words. And if there is no quote for that, so it should be in quotation marks, and then there should be a reference for where that quote came from, it's disqualified. That's, that's it. Uh, some kids will use a sentence from, say, a novel and will move the words around enough that it looks like their own work. But if they use several sentences, there are running sentences that plagiarism software will pop up and say, this is David Copperfield. This is page whatever, paragraph such and such, and pop up exactly what it is. And then we compare it and we go, yep, that's it. So clubs are starting to use detection software. Uh, if the club has not used it, if they don't have that ability, it is being used at district level because we have to keep this honest. The program has integrity. And the winner knows that, that they're not competing against a computer. That's important. I am speechless of the fact that you can figure out that somebody's plagiarized it just by putting something in like that. That is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. It keeps everyone honest. That's the best I can say. Well, sure, I can tell by the way that you're talking. I mean, obviously, you're very passionate about this project. Why, what makes you so passionate about the essay contest? Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> I love seeing the kids light up. You know, there are kids in sports. There are kids in music. Uh, I had a son who was a math whiz kid, and in school he was in a calculus club or something like that. But there are kids who have ideas in their brain that others don't recognize. And this gives those children a chance to shine. Again, they could be fifth grade, they could be eighth grade, they could be a high school senior. It gives them a chance to be recognized. In many of the clubs, even the winners who, or even the SAS who don't win still get something, not a participation award, but a letter saying, hey, you did this and you completed it, where a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to, but they never even start. So this gives them a chance to be recognized just for who they are and for the thoughts in their own mind. And a creative 
outlet for those that, uh, again, are not band kids or are not sports kids. And since we are starting our new Optimus year, which started on Sunday, because, you know, our fiscal year runs October 1st to September 30th. Yes. What is this year's topic for clubs for the essay contest? It is optimism, how it connects us. That's a good topic. Well, it's amazing to think that a podcast can connect us optimistically. How does that sound for an essay contest? There you go. Shane, I have a feeling you're over the age of 19. Sorry, you can't enter. I unfortunately feel older than that most days. I should feel that. I should feel that young, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> The the under 19 year old inside of you is saying, boy, I know how I could write that. <laughs> but it is amazing when these essays come in and they're so, so different. So they each have their own ideas. You know, some will relate this to something in school. Some will relate this to something in their community. Others will relate it to an event that happened in the last year or coming out of COVID. Others will take a totally different path and look for something in the future. Again, it is, it's like nothing else because most other essays that they write, I can just tell you locally in my own community in Clarkston, there are different social groups, uh, different I say, civic organizations that have essay contests. But they're so pinned down and so narrow because they want only a certain, I don't want to say opinion, but they only want a certain topic that is very narrow, that ours is such a broad brushstroke, so open to interpretation. It gives the kids a moment to actually think. And honestly, in this day and age where they're always connected to a device, to take a moment and think your own thoughts, put them on paper and submit something is a real feat to be recognized. Which I don't know how this always happens, but when we go to finish the, you know, get towards the end of these and we go to finish them, so for some reason, the quote I always picks in ties right into what the person was just saying before, which today when you're saying, you know, they have something, you know, to write about, today's ending quote, Sherry, is either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. I like that, Shane. I like that a lot. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for being on the podcast with us today. We greatly appreciate you taking time out to tell us about the essay contest so clubs can continue to do great things in their community. Love it. Thank you, Shane. We would like to thank you for listening to the Choose Optimism podcast. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star review and share with your family and friends to let them know what's going on in your community as well. And until next time, remember to choose optimism. 